0: everybody, welcome to Talking Games. It's December 15th, 2016. Rolling towards the new year. I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Justin Townsend. Hey there. Hugh Perry and Kelsey Lavati. Hey. So Kelsey, you're a little under the weather this week, huh?
1: Yeah, um, I have a cold.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's cold up here. And at the beginning of every season, I always have a cold. So
0: That's a shame colds are the worst colds are the
2: worst it's i'd rather have like a fever stomach (laughs) virus type deal because that usually goes away in like a day or two
0: yeah and also with a with a stomach virus or a fever you can be like i have a stomach i have a stomach virus or a fever i'm gonna stay in bed and not do anything but if you're you're like i have a cold people are like okay go to work (laughs) you know you you have a cold
2: yeah
3: (laughs) if people come to my job if people come to the the Residual after effect of a cold, as well, because you would just spend like after even after recovering from the feeling ill part, you then end up with just weeks and weeks of just being a complete fucking snot machine, <laughs> and that's no fun at all. It is not. <laughs> if people show up to my job with a cold, I want to yell at them and tell mm-hmm. them to go away. Mm-hmm. It's
2: like, get but- go home. Get out of here. No
1: one, but no one, thinks it's it's bad. So you have to go to work,
2: Kelsey. If you showed up to my job <laughs> sounding the way you sound, I would pick you up, throw you out the front door, and then wash my hands vigorously. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and there's the uh, the patented Townsend compassion for you. Yeah,
0: my my boss. You know, we have a very small company. It's like three people, and um, so he comes to work always. Uh, and he, he he's come to work a few times. and am like, oh, I think I'm I'm getting the flu. And I'm like, Adam, get the hell out of here. Work from home or let us go home and work from home. Cause I am not getting the flu because of you refusing yeah. to stay home. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. She's
3: obviously a hypochondriac because he had if he did have the flu, dude wouldn't be able to stand up.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no, he's not a hypochondriac, he's a workaholic. So <laughs> he would stand up even if even if he couldn't physically stand up, he'd find a way. Um but uh other than this hot, hot health talk we've got going on, on talking games, <laughs> we have Kelsey. we have some we have Good some games effect. to talk about. We're rolling towards the end of the year, um, and we're sort of wrapping up the stuff that we're trying to get through before game of the year. We're going to be recording our game of the year on January seventh, which is a Saturday, and then we're going to put it out uh, that following uh, week on on the Wednesday, and then we'll have another show. week after that for you guys that's also game of the year focused but um just like last year we're going to do a ordered list of 10 games and so we're going to take a big pile of games and just be brutal for a couple of hours cutting them down to 10 games and putting those 10 games in in an order that works uh we decided on january because we wanted a little more time to you know finish up some stuff that we were lacking on because we could all, you always need more time
2: <laughs> to finish games. Also, trying to get everybody together on the weekend around the holidays was yes. difficult.
0: Also tough. Also tough.
2: Um, so yeah, we got some stuff to talk about. Some of the things that we're going to talk about this
0: week are stuff that I've been trying to get through. Uh, before we get to that game of the year discussion. Um, I want to kick it off with that game that I've I've been in a Final Fantasy 15 hole for the last two weeks. Since basically, since basically we finished recording. Um, on Monday, um, up and until right now, <laughs> I have basically been playing Final Fantasy and that is it. Um, and I know Hugh, you've played quite a bit of it as well.
3: Yeah, I'm about 22 hours in, I think.
0: Yeah, and you are, what chapter are you on? Six. Yeah, you've been, you've been farting around the open world quite a bit.
3: Yeah, I, I I have this terrible thing where I'm I'm kind of like the the dogging up when he sees a squirrel. I'm just like, ooh, side quest, <laughs> um, and get distracted. So yeah, uh, it took uh, for you to go stop dicking about and do some story missions for me to go. Yeah, I should stop dicking about and do some story missions. Yeah, so, the the
0: main I, reason why is because even I when I start I did a lot of side quest stuff, and then when I started getting back to the story stuff, I was over leveled for the story stuff by. Five to ten levels, and it made some of the boss encounters and stuff not as interesting because I didn't really have to be tactical, I could just kind of plow through them in order to get there.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of destroying people at the moment, so yeah.
0: What level are you at?
3: You, um, I think I'm level 29. Okay, all right, cool.
0: Yeah, so I think I went in, I think I went into. So Final Fantasy XV is a very interesting game for a lot of reasons. Now, um, for the first half of the game story-wise, and it could be a lot more hour-wise depending on how you play it, just like you, uh, it's an open-world game. So you can do the side quests anytime you want, you can do story missions, whatever you want, and you can kind of float between them as, in any way you want to. When, once you start Chapter 9, um, it becomes basically a linear story experience. You, you are taken out of the open world, and the game tells you. The game says, look, you're going to leave the open world for a while. You're not getting the chance to come back for a little bit, um, so if you want to do anything else, go do it. But after this, you're going to be on this uh, this other part of the game. And you go to a couple of different places, and from there, you're basically just going through chapter 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, um, one after the other. Uh, there is a mechanic they let you do, which is you... <laughs> you call your like spirit dog and you can like look into his eyes and you can think about the past and travel back to the open world and do side quests and stuff like that. Um, so you can, so anytime you rest. So when you rest at a, at a hotel or at a campsite or whatever, you can travel back to the open world and do side quests, get money or level up if, if, if you want to.
2: Um, so basically you can dream about making more money and then wake up and have more money exactly
0: that's exactly right because anything you've anything you've gained over the last that might be your phone there Justin making a little digital noise on us here that wasn't me no it's like making the I don't hear anything I heard it I heard it sir Um. so and our listeners will hear it too sorry so yes there is that you dream about it and then you go back and you can bring everything back with you but for me once I got on the train Sort of literally and, physi- literally and metaphorically, um, I just wanted to go through the story because it, it did start to ramp up and go through. Um, but I wanted to ask you, Hugh, um, what are kind of your favorite things about the game right now?
3: Um, there's been quite a few moments I re- really, really liked. Um, a couple of which you shared the uh, text conversations I <laughs> yes. had with you about. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I just I just love like the game's ability to just like have you just go, Holy shit, that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Like when you come across like the um the Titan when you go to the disc and you first see like how friggin' big he is and like you just feel absolutely tiny. Um and I at first I was a bit um I, I could t- Take or leave the combat, but now I've got to grips with it. I'm actually really enjoying it, um, because it. I think I think it is a lot more subtle than it than it first seems when you first start playing it, because it does feel a bit like um like you can just mash the buttons mm-hmm. and just smash the hell out of things, um. But once you start coming across things which are a bit more powerful, um, and can basically down you with one hit. Um, You do have, you know, you've got a block, you've got a parry, you can, you know, phase shift and, like, dodge the attacks and stuff like that. So getting to grips with that and, you know, getting the learning curve and stuff like that, is great, that feels quite re- rewarding. Um, And then there's the giant fucking Gandalf lightning, <laughs> which was amazing. Yeah, it's a so, pretty
0: fantastic yeah. uh, moment in that game. Yeah. Uh, it's It's the first summon that you see in in the game and people play final fantasy games of four know that summons are big parts of the combat and they work very differently in this game it's not in past games it was just basically a spell almost or an item in your in your menu that you could call they only appear in certain situations and when certain criteria are met here but when they do it's pretty impressive
3: it's pretty impressive yeah, it's yeah it's stunning like visually it's just awesome
0: yeah yeah for me i think that the combat is was only one of the highlights for me it it became something that w- when they said that it was going to be an action-based game more of a real-time game i worried that it was going to be like kingdom hearts in its combat which to me has was always very boring it was just very simple button presses you know square circle square circle square circle not a lot of dynamic stuff happening but in in this game while on the surface you're right hugh like you said, it, it does seem like it could be simple. You just hold down that attack button and basically Noctis will just attack constantly. You don't even have to, you don't even have to keep pressing yeah, the button. Yeah, you not even have to mash. You can just he, hold the button down it and down. it'll just attack. Yeah. But once you start dealing with a lot of enemies or bigger enemies, using your sort of the powers or the techniques that your party have in combination with your stuff, doing those blind side strikes, all that kind of stuff, chaining attacks, when to use your sort of spectral you know king weapons and when not to you know crafting magic all this kind of stuff it does become uh fun to master and later on in the game there are some pretty incredible boss fights especially uh really the, the next to last big boss fight was spectacular just spectacular scale and spectacle and having to manage your inventory and and how you how you did it um i felt a big sense of satisfaction when when i beat that boss um it was very difficult but when i did it i felt like i had accomplished something and that's that's a cool feeling in these games and that captures that feeling that you gu- that you get from the turn based stuff which is you know you've done you've done everything right and you've 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 had to heal and 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 manage your party to death but in the end you feel like you really did something
2: so on uh i believe it was during E3 they showed a uh... Demo of yeah. Final Fantasy running or um, <clears throat> gameplay video of them fighting this like giant rock monster. That was the Titan, yeah. And it looked incredibly boring.
0: Yeah, it looks very it, and it looked very boring. And that I, I told, totally, I said the same thing when we watched that video. That sequence is not boring at all. That sequence is really cool. um But yeah, showing it was bad. Uh, but it, the playing it, the sheer scale of it was pretty awesome. Um, That's not to say, and if people have been following this game, they know that there is a lot of mixed reception to stuff that happens in the game, and it's one of those things that the game does so many things so right and has some truly special things about it, but also has some stuff that is just maddening, like some stuff that is behind as far as game design goes. It feels like this is their first attempt at doing like Uncharted-type stuff or um you know big open world type stuff in the modern era and there's just some stuff they don't know how to do yet it seems and they also have some weird crazy ideas that sometimes work and sometimes don't work but I appreciated so much how much it was going for it even when it wasn't successful that I ended up really overall loving it I finished the story uh, last night
2: how long did it take you
0: uh it only took me it took me around thirty hours, I think. Um and, and that was doing a fair amount of side quests, but not a ton. You know, I, I got myself over leveled for story stuff and then went into the story. Um I probably I it probably took the second half of the game, which was straight through story, probably took about ten hours, I'd say, just playing it straight through. Um, three of which were one chapter, which is one of them it is Final Fantasy fifteen in a microcosm. Uh chapter thirteen does this very strange thing where it like takes away nearly all of your weapons and the stuff that you've been working with for, for most of the game and has you in like a stealth sort of sequence with, with very limited stuff and and you're by yourself in, in, in in big portions of it. And it would have been a really good half an hour or 40 minutes, but for some reason it was three hours. And I, I wouldn't say it's, I didn't hate it, but it definitely becomes frustrating and monotonous at a certain point. Um, and then that chapter also has a weird, and the other pretty part of the game is that the story, sometimes they just don't, I feel like there are chunks missing, like cut scenes missing from the game. And th- chapter 13 is a big thing like that, where something happens and all you can say is what? Like, why? When? why did this happen? And why did it happen off screen? Like that kind of,
2: Thing. well apparently you needed to watch that kingsglaive movie to really get a sense of what's going to be going on in the game Hugh watched that yesterday
0: right
3: Hugh, i did um to a certain extent yeah it, it does give some things a little bit more um context yeah but i wouldn't i wouldn't say it particularly fills in any gaps as such i mean like it i think you get an idea more of like the some characters motivations and you know why they are where they are at the start of the game and and stuff like that but i don't i never felt at any point where where something happened and i was like ah okay so that's why that's like that it it didn't give me any you know extra big understanding for for the story as such um, I, w- I would recommend it because even even though it doesn't add a huge amount to the story, it's it's still a very good film, regardless of like its connection to the game. So there is that for it. But um, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say it, it adds that much in all honesty. Well, it looks like that they're adding a patch into the game. Yeah, they're gonna. They they're which is,
0: fixing Chapter Thirteen, and quote unquote.
2: Yeah, which is gonna be adding in a lot of that stuff that you were just talking about. Yeah. like can't understand uh, why this character is doing this. Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna explain it in this upcoming patch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I don't know. That's that's a little far off because they got to do cutscenes and they got to they have to you know t- translate them to English and and do the both voice tracks and stuff like that. So it's a little far off, which sucks for people who have played through the game, but. In, in in and in in six months, it's an even better game than it is now. That's, that's awesome. For me, I still... I, I don't regret playing through it when I played through it. I, I had a great time. And the biggest thing that surprised me, and one of my favorite things about the game was, when the game started, I could have cared less about... I couldn't have cared less about the four main characters. They seem just very baseline, sort of like stereotypical characters that we're just I'm a tough guy, I'm the smart guy, you know, I I'm the little guy who wants to be part of the group and I'm the broody guy. You know that that's what it was like. But by the end of the game, I I cared about all of them immensely. It it yeah. it really worked for me. It, it, there's some really good sort of uh bonding stuff and and plays on their relationship and what they mean to each other and stuff like that and by the end of the game when stuff was happening to these four characters I was into it. I I was totally sold and in on the characters and what they were doing. So
3: yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame they don't start that like depth mm-hmm. in the character development earlier in the game because, um, I mean I don't know whether it's because of the way I've played it or what you know, or that that is how it is. But I think it's not until like chapter five. There's a cutscene with um, Noctis and Prompto where he's. They basically just sat together and prompto saying to him how he feels like inferior to everybody, and um, all he wants is to be, you know, accepted and seen as an equal to them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this really nice section with that, and you actually, you can pick Noctis's response to it. And before then, I was, I was, I was starting to like the characters, but other than sort of like the odd repetitive bit of dialogue that gets dropped in. Um, which that's one thing that kind of frustrates me as well is you'd be running around and they just repeat the yeah, same dialogue as you're running dialogue. around. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was a really cool um little section. It just came entirely out of the blue, and when it finished, I was like, "Oh, what? like I'm I'm twenty hours into this game. Why haven't we had any of these sequences with any of the other char- characters before now?" Um, to be fair
0: you played 20 hours but you played four chapters of the story
3: that's true <laughs> that's true
0: you can't expect character development in like the behemoth hunt mission
3: <laughs> yeah i know i i knew before that that he really liked chocobos though so, yes he did yeah. he
0: does he talks about that quite a bit when you get near the chocobo yeah. farm um yeah and a couple of the biggest moments for me were with prompto like there was a lot of there's a couple of moments throughout the game character wise and dialogue wise that really worked for me and one of Prompto's things in the game, right, is he takes pictures during the day, that your, your, your day together. And then when you camp or rest, he says, hey, here are the pictures I took. And you can save the ones that you like. And you have like 150 pictures you can have total or something um, throughout the entire game. And it was like a cool mechanic. It's like, okay, cool. Here's a picture of, you know, me killing like a some sort of beast or us walking down the road or us hanging out or what, what have you. Or this weird character we met in some town. And it's neat. And I was like, okay, it's just a neat thing. But they really pay it off
3: later in the game. Oh, interesting. There's a cool payoff for uh, it later in the game. So Okay. I was wondering if it was gonna go anywhere.
0: Yeah, it does go somewhere. And when it happened, I was it it, it got to me. Like it was a really good moment. So for me, I, I bought into the and I was for me, I'm really fascinated with the world, the characters, the style of the game, and the way it plays. I, I think that the story well, I think there's a good story in there. It's undercooked and sometimes underserved by w- what cut scenes you get and what dialogue you get. Um, but there's a good emotional core to the story. And in the end, even if I didn't understand ex- all all the machinations exactly of what was going on, the kind of climax of the story worked for me. And I think they have a good villain. I think the villain is good. Um, he is suitably... Um, Vexing, and a dick for most for almost the whole entire game, but I, I I haven't finished a Final Fantasy game, I don't know since seven I think, so it it got me in a way that again, the games haven't got me in a long time, um, and I'm gonna take a break because I want to finish up Batman and some other stuff before we get to end of the year, but there are some hunts and stuff I still want to do. There's some cool big missions you can do in, once you go once you finish the game because you can go back in the open world after you finish the game. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to play more of it, but overall, yeah, there's the,
3: um, additional sections in the dungeons as well. You unlock after in the post game as well, isn't it? Yeah, I there think. are. Yeah. Uh, so.
0: uh, yeah. And it was funny cause Karen started playing it and she goes, I was just walking around. This is the, the how, how different we are at playing games for me. When I start a game like that, if it's open world game, I don't care. I'm going to go story, story, story for at least two or three sort of chapters just to get myself into the flow, get my bearings and then go. She just started walking around immediately. And she walked into some some level 50 dungeon (laughs) without even realizing it. And it didn't tell her until she got to the boss.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And and,
0: and then it was like, oh, you've discovered this mission. And she looked in her quest log and it was like level 50. (laughs) That's something I would do. Yeah. So that was was pretty funny. But yeah, Hugh, I'm looking forward to you finishing the story and and seeing what you think of it.
3: Um, Yeah. I'm, I'm going to I hopefully finish it like before the next week sometime I'm just going to plow on with it now so yeah cool. I'm I'm really really enjoying that game it's very very good Awesome awesome
0: Um so Kelsey tell me yeah. about your adventures with Call of Duty
1: I actually like it <laughs> I'm They're going really to the put that on the box They're
0: going to put that on the box I I actually like it <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like it more than just the uh, Kid Harrington surprisingly wow <laughs> yeah uh, cause I'm sick I've been playing it a bit um, it was funny because I noticed that they I, play, I put it super easy hoping that like I would ease my way into it and I realized slowly that they would wait for me to advance and I was like oh yeah I'm the captain <laughs> So I would like stand behind them because I didn't want to die, but then I realized that to go further, I had to go.
0: You're really missing the point of Call of Duty.
1: <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> but other than that, I really like it. I'm actually really liking it.
2: Do you think it's opening um, your eyes to like, hey, maybe I could play... Well, I mean, we we went over this last time. Mm-hmm. You play hard games and don't realize it, mm-hmm. so... Do you think it's going <coughs> to pique your interest in some more shooters?
1: Yes. That's what I wanted to tell you guys because I was playing and I was like, this isn't so bad. This is not as bad as I remember. <laughs> like for me, that memory of Call of Duty is like war flashbacks. Like I like feel like I was there and it was traumatizing and now I'm playing and I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Call of Duty PTSD. <laughs> That's how I feel
1: about it, and then I'm wondering if they just played it so much that they had it like advanced, and now I think I'm amazing, but I actually have it at like super easy. <laughs> I don't know
0: it's all steps, Kelsey, it's all steps into, <laughs> in into becoming a first person shooterist. How far in the
2: game are you?
1: uh not too far. I've been playing more like online and trying to get um
2: jeez. I'm worried about playing first-person shooters. Let me go online.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a mistake. Um, <laughs> and now I'm—I they attacked the building. Okay. In the be- its like I got off the planet, and I have made it into the city. Yeah. yeah. So I'm around there. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, stay off offline. Yeah, (laughs) don't go online. Yeah, do not go online. People
1: are me, and also, like, so many 12-year-olds. Yes. And I worked in electronics. You weren't allowed to sell Call of Duty to children. (laughs) I don't know where they're getting them.
0: (laughs) Yes, Call of Duty, while I think is always a solid game, is... Equal parts not what people think it is, and it's exactly what people think it is. <laughs> and especially in in that yeah. arena. It's very much that.
1: I wasn't expecting that many. Maybe it's people like in my area, but
0: <laughs> No, it's a it's a big game with <laughs> with younger Yeah. With, yeah, with like preteen teens, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I not wanna sound more old. <laughs> <laughs> it's Those just people my young younger snappers. snappers loving their call of duty. <laughs> Get off
3: my lawn.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, um, Justin. Yes. I was online. I mean, I was on my PS PlayStation playing Final Fantasy. And I was like, oh, let me just check what everyone's playing on my friends list. And I scroll through it. and It's like, you know, Overwatch, 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 The Witcher, Overwatch.
2: And then under your name, it said Steep. It's weird. What the hell happened? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, a game kind of had my attention for a little while like i've been like curious about it and i uh i think i was sold when i watched giant bomb playing it oh um, upf yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um and like they were just dicking around in it Mm. but i looked at it and i was like there's something here and like going back in like my gaming history like my favorite one of my favorite uh 360 games was amped three okay um where so I got my dumb email from that I have to keep changing. Hilarious. Um I have to change that email one of these days. It's a uh, terrible email address. It is, but I also made it when I was 21 okay, 2 yeah. something like that. You know, I, in game 3 it's like uh I am win and so I kind of messed around with those in my name. It it didn't, it's not good. No, it's not. So good. whenever I'm uh, like um whenever I have to give my email address, I'm always like um I'm just going to spell this out and hopefully they don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um they might so, just yeah. think it's your last name. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so i I really liked that game, and I I, I liked games similar to that. Like I, I remember picking up um, SSX and things like that. But I also like picked up like I remember like Shaun White snowboarding, which was like an okay game. Like I've always been into those like mountain games because um, I used to, as you just found out, like love snowboarding.
0: Yeah, that was a revelation via text. It's like I have two snowboards right
2: behind me. I, I know, me. but
0: that doesn't mean anything. It does. Mean- I
2: just keep them there for show. I have guitars, I don't play the guitar. So Oh uh, well. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh um, yes, I I love snowboarding uh to like an immense degree and just uh, since the kids have been born it's been kind of hard to go because it pulls us away for, you know, I want to go away for like the weekend and can't really do that right. and it's also unbelievably expensive. Mm-hmm. Um but I was just like I, I think I just want to like get into this and like what Hugh had said I think it was last last time we were on was like you know some positive thoughts and stuff and I was like whatever I so I went down to GameStop I traded a couple things in and I picked it up I think, I think I got it for like like whatever like twenty five bucks which I thought was like the right price like mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna like this but I I want to just see it so for twenty five bucks why not and so I, I came home and I started playing it and I really like that game <laughs> a lot it is like the right type of game at the right moment. Um, I've been chewing through, like, a lot of heavy stuff lately. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of Dishonored. Um, I've been playing a ton of Overwatch, a couple more games that we'll get into later. And, like, I was looking for just that type of game where I could just, like, sit back, relax, not think about anything, and just enjoy the, like, the sights. Because mm-hmm. it is a sneaky, beautiful game. Um, I wouldn't think so, but they do some really nice lighting effects. Um there, like, you could change the time of day in the game on the fly, and so like that creates like different shadows. And the part that really just sold me on it um, was the sound. Uh, if you've been boarding or skiing or anything like that, there is a sound that, that the board makes against the snow that is like unmistakable. And I kid you not, when I started playing it after like five minutes, I felt like I was like, the, like memory started coming back of like that feeling of like the wind in your face, mm-hmm. that like that ice cold feeling that tears up your eyes and like <laughs> the sound of like th- of you carving through some powder and like the sound that that makes is like just one of those like amazing sounds to me. And so I... I've been playing it like little chunks i ended up buying a copy for my friends because we want to like you could just like roll up to somebody and be like yeah i think if you hit square or r3 it's like hey group up and now you're doing activities together um so i, I didn't want to get too far ahead of him so i've only been playing it in, like little bits and pieces But i really like I, it's it's weird because like everything everything in the game is available available to you oh almost right away like yeah there is like hey you can't get over to this mountain over here because you're not at that level yet. But when you get there, you're not going to see anything different than you've already seen over here. They might be harder. Um, Like the game has four activities. It's like paragliding, um, skiing, snowboarding, and um, I forget what they call The wingsuit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So those challenges might be more difficult and harder areas, but you know what they're going to be. It's not like you're going to be seeing anything different. Um, The way the game levels you up is, I think, my favorite mechanic in games Uh, Forza does this in a way Skyrim does this it's like I'm just doing a free roam throughout the mountain and oh I found an area so your explorer level starts rising up because you found a new area or I'm just exploring the mountain not even not even in a race or a trick competition or anything and I did like a really great 1080 and it's like oh your freestyle skill went up it's like the more you do certain things your skills start rising Mm -hmm. what that eventually unlocks I have no idea from what (laughs) I understand like meaningless stuff. But I just like seeing numbers go up. (laughs) Uh and so like just doing those things is just is just enough for me. Um like I didn't I don't need to have like it to be like an SSX game where I'm doing like the worm on top of my board. Like even (laughs) though those games are a ton of fun. It's not what this game's about. Like this game is literally about just going and riding around the mountain and like, yeah, you could do insane stuff like I'm gonna like jump off the top of this mountain here and I'm gonna do a Two thousand degree spin, and I'm gonna land and somehow be okay. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> um, but it's you could do that type of stuff. But it's more about just like chill, like that. That's the game. That's like people. Some people have asked me like, "Well, what do you think about that game?" And I'm like, "It's just chill. <laughs> like that's the best way I can use to describe it is I, you just start roaming around." And I had no idea when I bought the game that it was actually based on like real, like real places. Uh. And so I was on Reddit the other day, and, like, I found what I think is my favorite photo of all time. And uh, it is a town of uh, Zermatt, which is at the, the base of the Matterhorn, which is, like, my favorite mountain. Uh, it's my favorite because, like, the Matterhorn is just what you would, like, you would ask a child to draw a mountain. It's what they would draw. <laughs> like, it is just this giant peak in the middle of nowhere. And that's mm-hmm. not how mountains usually are. Usually there are other mountains mm-hmm. around it. But the Matterhorn, if you look at it from, like, a certain angle, like, there's nothing else around it. And so I was scro- like scrolling through the map, and I was like, "Oh, that's the like that's the Matterhorn." Like I I didn't realize that. And so I've been like researching it, and now I think for like, Andrew and I are talking about for like our 15 year anniversary going to Switzerland, and like going to that town and stuff. And like this game is like making me actively want to do that. So um, again, and I like another year of like, hey, I did not expect me to like this game at all. I'm really enjoying it. Like I I'm just enjoying cruising around. I'm gonna try try and do like most of the metal stuff and mm-hmm. it's just it's like one of those type of games where you just like don't have to think you just listen to a podcast or music or whatever the indie game music's like i haven't really liked anything that much mm-hmm. but just like cruise around and i'm gonna team up with my buddy and see what we do that's cool yeah yeah for me for snowboarding games
0: unless it's like ssx tricky or something i i just don't i don't get into them very
2: much you know i think the way that i could describe it best is like it's not skate compared to tony hawk mm-hmm. It's somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. So you're not doing the crazy stuff you did in Tony Hawk, but it's not as technically precise as skate would be. Right. It's like in that middle ground.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 I'm a little more looking for like, you know, burnout, but yeah, I mean, I
2: I love those type of games. Like I'm not the the type of person that's like super technical. That's why like skate never caught on with me, but like this falls in that, like that nice sweet Mm -hmm.
0: spot. Yeah. I get it. Totally. Um, awesome. That's surprising, but cool to hear. Yeah. Uh, last because last time we last time i was here um i think i brought you back call of duty because i had bar- i bought it from you and i have been like what well, are you gonna trade in you're like yeah probably i'll just get credit i don't know what i'm gonna get and all of a sudden you got steep
2: yeah happened and i'm super glad that i did
0: sometimes you just need a game that's just let me sit there and just sort of chill out and because
2: it's great like a lot of the stuff i'm playing right now um is stuff that i want to sit down and play for like an hour mm-hmm. um Dishonored two is like a good example of that, and I'll get into that in a bit. But it's like, I've I've got fifteen minutes before I have to leave to go pick up Jura from school. It's like, well, I could probably do like one race or I could probably just like do a wingsuit challenge or fly down the mountain and maybe find something new, and it's like, oh you like gained a little bit of level in two things, and it's like great. All right, I'll come back to this in a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh speaking of games that you can do that in, Kelsey's been playing Stardew Valley. <laughs>
2: I'm legitimately interested in hearing this because I keep looking at that game, being like, I don't know if I want to play this. It's so
0: good. It's such a good game. Finally, there's someone else on this freaking podcast who's played Stardew Valley. Uh, Kelsey, I, how, how are you liking it so far?
1: I felt the same way as Justin. I was a bit like nervous. I'm like, oh, it's like Farmville, which I played like a couple of years ago. <laughs> and um, But everyone was playing it. And when I was looking for uh, games because I wanted to try some. Games that I wouldn't normally pick up for a game of the year. Mm -hmm. I saw that uh, Stardew Valley got a lot of um, like high, um, I don't know, I'm like six, so I can't think of the word high grades. Yeah, definitely. Reviews, a lot of reviews, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. It was like, it was $15 on Steam. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And I worked on the Mac, so I'm like sold because yeah. I have a MacBook. It's <laughs> no, also not on a lot of...
2: PS4 right now yeah, as well. it just came out on PS4
0: as well.
1: Yeah, I know. I was pissed. So like, I should have gotten in on that. That's where I thought <laughs> but... you were playing it. <laughs> no, it's on my MacBook. <laughs> so, uh, no, I really like it. It's really like calm, soothing. I play it, um, you know, like just before I'm ready to like get ready for bed. Puts me in like a good mood, I find.
0: Yeah, and it's great because you can, the way, because the game's structured in that sort of you know day night cycle thing, and mm-hmm. at night you have to go to sleep, or if you you can't, you are you're low on health and stamina for the next day. Um, yeah, and, and so the game forces you for there to be a beginning and end to your possible play session. So and th- that doesn't last that long in in real world time. So there's always a point not that far away from you where you can put the controller down, and be like, okay, I finished something. So it's a good game yeah. to just play for a little bit and be able to relax and walk away.
1: Yeah, and, and it's like super simple to do you. What what I tend to do like during the day so like I wake up, I'll do a little bit of work on my farm and I use up like half my energy cuz you have an energy bar on the side that you have to monitor. Mm-hmm. Cuz if it goes too low, the doctor puts you on like bed rest, but then the next day you only have half your energy that you instead of a full bar. If you would have went to bed. Mm -hmm. So I only use half of my energy. And then I go to the town and I try to romance anyone.
0: Yep. (laughs) I just want one of them to
1: love me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm going for Shane because he's broody and he just drinks beer in the corner of the bar. And I feel like he needs a friend. Kelsey walks up
2: to the chicken. Hey there. Hey there.
1: (laughs) Can I give you a ruby? What do you like? I, I Googled what he likes. I'm like, what does he like?
0: Oh, look at you doing some spying, some digital spying on
2: him.
1: Yeah, I need to know.
2: <laughs> I've never played a game like this. Mm-hmm. Um, And like last night I was in the PlayStation store and I was looking at it and like, I don't have time to play it. Like I, I, with all the things I have backed up right now, like I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to play this for a game of the year. So I'm not gonna spend the money on it right now. But I was looking at it, I'm like, I don't know if I would enjoy this. Because like, I don't know if I would enjoy the whole cycle of like, you've got a plant, you've got a, you know, I saw it like in the video, they were like, all right, now you got to water the plants, now you mm-hmm. got to collect all the plants, now you got to like, or, or the, the, the crops mm-hmm. and then like deliver them around to people. And then you're, you're like mining for stuff. And then I saw fishing and I was like, I don't know. Like, it seems like I, I know you could lose like 100 hours in mm-hmm. the game. Like I don't know if it would hold my attention for that long. Is there is it it's like it seems very um repetitive and I, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but like it just seems like you're doing the same thing over and over and like for an end goal, but it just seems like that like, end goal could be like a ways off.
0: Yeah, how many how much time have you put into it, Kelsey? Uh
1: not too much. I got it like two days ago. Oh okay. Two days ago. But um I think at first when you're just getting used to it and you still have to like clean up your yard and stuff it could feel a bit tedious but like once you pull through after that like it's the first 2 3 days within the game so it's really not even that long once you plant your first plant and you get the rhythm of it it is really fun
0: yeah and i think that there is a a certain amount of repetitive to the game i probably put like 20 20 hours into it or something mm-hmm. um back when it came out and first came out on pc and there is a certain repetitiveness to it, but it's a repetitiveness that is comforting because mm-hmm. there's also a bunch of because every day will be different. Though when you go into the town, who you're talking to, if you decide to go down into the mines, that puts a whole new layer on it. And I know, and and you're playing this version, Kelsey, but they put out like a patch, like a 1.1 patch, a few weeks ago, which added a bunch of stuff to the game. Um, you could mm-hmm. pick the type of farm you wanted to start with you can there's like there's like monster attacks and, and and stuff in some of them so you know it's a tough game to explain because you didn't never play a game like it there aren't a lot of games like this because yeah. it meshes together a sort of like a minecrafty element but also a sort of animal harvest moon, harvest moon for sure so yeah. animal crossing is also in there with like yeah. the sort of dynamics with the villagers and stuff like that um the way you build out your your house and stuff like that but there the what the cool thing about the game is that there are so many options for you to explore even within just if you're just going to farm because you can farm, you can mine, you can fish, you can do one of those a ton, you can do one of them less than the other. Um it just depends on what what you want to do. But there's like a once you get past like the initial sort of round of crops, you start to unlock different crops you can do. You can start to grow hops and make beer, you know, yeah. you you can buy chickens and then farm eggs and then but the great thing about the game is that you never feel like it's on top of you. You never. F- you, you, it's not a game like, let's say, Overcooked, which is about managing all this stuff that's happening all at once. And if you don't do it right away, you know it's gonna burn. Everything's gonna be done. It's really not like that. Okay. It, 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 it's very much a okay. I have got like ten things to do. I'll do f- five of them right now, and then I'll you know I'll set a couple things up. Three of them are gonna take a day, so I'll set those up and walk away, and then I'll go into town and I'll talk to some people. You know, I'll give you know, this guy, a, a, a blade of grass or this guy, a strawberry or this girl, you know, an orange and, and see if they like it. If they like it, I know that that's what they want. And then I'll come back and you can build up relationships yeah. with people. And as you build up relationships with people, it unlocks like qu- quests. And cause there are quests in the game. Um There's one quest at the very beginning of the game where the sort of the, the, the mayor is like, Oh, I lost my underwear or whatever. And you ha- or my <laughs> pants. I need to find them. And you can't find them unless you befriend and have your relationship go way up with this one sort of shopkeeper. Cause then you can get back into her bedroom where the mayor's pants are. Some, some stuff going on <laughs> in Sardine Valley. Uh, but <laughs> it's a really cool game, you know, and it's a game like you're talking about steep where you can play it for an hour. You know, you can play for half an hour, you can play for 20 minutes and you're always sort of progressing something and doing something. Um, it's definitely a great for me it's a great second game you know it's a game that like Kelsey was saying like you're kind of getting ready to go to bed or you just wake up in the morning and you got like a half yeah. an hour before you, need to, you you have to leave for work or something do a little bit of a go and then you know put your two one two three hours into the your sort of main game and then kind of cool down with
2: with stardew Valley uh yeah. that should be on the box yeah
0: <laughs> <coughs> I'm
1: no, really glad it's, it's on p s four
2: I'm gonna eventually end up buying it and trying it out um
1: kelsey, i think it's worth trying out i really you, do
0: yeah and a 15 bucks is not a very big no. buy-in yeah um, kelsey you, you tweeted about loving the music right
1: <laughs> it's so like that's another part that i love about it is that sometimes if uh if i'm cheating and researching uh what the villagers like i'll put like minimize it at the music that's playing or like even just like the birds tweeting or like the wind like you just hear all these noises and Mm -hmm. it's just so calming yeah and it makes it yeah it just adds to that um like it's just a perfect game that you don't have to feel stressed about like planning the parsnips like it doesn't matter you could plant them and then go do something else like it's not rushed that's what i like about it the music adds to that
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, um, and it, you know, and they they have a lot. The systems are really good. You know, the way that you sell stuff, it's really easy. Like you can you you have a box like outside your door, you throw the stuff in the box, and you say I want to sell this stuff, and it just sells it. You, you know, it, it, and they're really good about that that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a really really good game. Awesome, and, and something that now that we're getting out of the sort of crazy season, is something I definitely want to just put back in my rotation
2: my crazy season's going on for a little while
0: still (laughs) yeah but 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 you don't have to be like stressed out that you have like an award show to be prepared for true the clock resets after after january 7th we got a whole other
2: year so january 7th i am under the gun (laughs) yeah
0: absolutely yes totally (laughs)
2: um
0: so yeah so that that's i'm glad to hear you're playing it and i'm anxious to hear more about what you think um hugh why don't you tell me about this uh this vr mission you played
3: Oh man! This like it's exactly what VR was made for. Um, it is so damn cool. Um, anyone who knows me, and for everyone who doesn't, um, I am a huge Star Wars fan. Um, I literally cannot remember a time in my life where there wasn't Star Wars. Um, so yeah, last week they released the free um rogue one um vr mission for star wars battlefront um and it is so much fun it's for something that's free it's a good let's say 20-25 minutes long so it's it's you know a, a decent amount um but the it's so exciting it's just like the feeling you get when you basically, it starts off and you're in a hangar and you've just got an X-Wing in front of you, the astromech droid alongside it, and you can move around the X-Wing. Um, so you move around it eventually, you get to the little ladder that goes up into the cockpit, and then you get up into the cockpit, and then you go up into the, the hangar of the whatever ship it is that the X-Wings are in. And the feeling of just like you you sat there and you could see your hands on like the, the controls of the X Wing. And I look down and you could just see your body and you you're wearing um like the orange X Wing pilot's um jumpsuit and there's that panel on your chest and you can you look either side of you and the, the wings are there. Um and then it just shoots you off into space. And it starts off and it's just sort of flying around and you're keeping in formation. It's, you know, giving, getting you to grips with the controls and stuff like that. Um, and then, obviously, shit kicks off and this Star Destroyer just basically comes out of hyperspace above you. And the feeling when that happens, just looking up and there's this Star Destroyer just like there just coming over you and... F- you, like, I—I I was actually sat in my room, just sort of like cowering because the the sense of scale of this thing above you was just phenomenal. Um, and then it just it sort of ends up being a dog fight, and you've got to take out like turbo lasers on the star destroyer and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, as far as like what I want from uh VR, as well as obviously. Like the fact that I'm a big Star Wars fan, you know, dialed the notch up a bit in terms of like how much I enjoyed it. But the experience from start to finish is just so well done. And it's one of the best looking things I've played in VR as well. Um, so anyone who's got a VR headset or anyone who knows anyone who's got a VR headset and they have Star Wars Battlefront, get it and play it because it's absolutely stunning. I loved it a bit. It's one of the best things I've played this year.
0: So uh, a Criterion did that. Um yeah. and uh I think it's exclusive to PSVR. So it didn't come to, like the PC yes. version of the game or anything like that. So you have to have PSVR to play it. But that's awesome. It's good to hear. Um yeah, so good. And now it's the first time you've put your headset on in a couple of weeks, right here. Yeah,
3: yeah cuz I I can't admit, I, th- I think um yeah, I was on a conversation with you one night. I was I, I don't know, I just kind of got to the point where a lot of the games on it seem quite samey um cuz when they at at the keynote for the at the PlayStation experience when they announced that what was it called Starblade Arena mm mm-hmm. I was just like oh, another arena based sort of shooter type thing like I've got the rigs game and that's that's fun but it's there's not not enough to it to keep me going back to it um and there's a couple of other um sort of arena based type things like that there's the one with the um The one with the tanks that looks a bit like Tron. Oh, yeah, Battlezone. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know. I just kind of got to the point where I was just thinking, "Mm, there's just not a lot of variety here and nothing really that's catching my eye. Um, Not that there's been a huge amount released for it since it launched. Um, I mean, I I still think there are like the two best things i've played on it are the arkham uh arkham vr and this star wars mission they were both really cool and you know make really really good use of of the technology um, they also happen to be plus.
0: very much in your wheelhouse as far as yes they do they do <laughs> very much appeal to my
3: my geek nature so there is that um being a massive batman and a massive star wars fan yes do kind of skew my opinion on that but they are both very very good
0: cool so justin you have a lot on the list this week i do you have a lot on the list uh do you want to talk about your quick hits right now, or you want to go in, in more in-depth with something?
2: Um, I'll go in-depth. Okay. Uh, so, I mentioned before, I've dug into Dishonored mm-hmm. 2 uh, since the last time that we recorded, <clears throat> and I'm about four story. I'm on the fourth chapter right now, and I have a lot of thoughts about that game. <laughs> uh, to start off the bat, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I'm very torn about how to play it, though. Like very torn, um, because right now I'm playing as Emily. Uh, you have a choice of playing between Emily and Corvo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played as Corvo in the first game. I was like, let me start with Emily and see what we we'll see what we have here. Um,
0: it, it, it feels to me too when the game starts like they want you to play as Emily. Yeah, I think they do. You know, it and they're giving
2: you the choice to go ahead and play as Corvo yeah. if you want to, mm-hmm. um, but it feels like the game is focused on Emily. Yeah, so. I, the reason I'm like torn on how to play it is because murdering people in that game is so much fun, but like I don't want to, like, I wanted, like, I'm like kind of aggravated because like I'm on the fourth chapter and I've killed like two people and it's like, well, like if I didn't kill those two people, I could probably play through this whole game in stealth and get another one of those like, hey, you didn't kill anybody trophies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've done it. And so like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to like just randomly kill people because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I'm enjoying playing it a lot. But the thing is like when I sit down to play it, I read that it's best to play that game in entire chapters. Mm-hmm. So like you want to set aside like depending on how quickly you get through the chapter, how much of the level you're interested in seeing, like between like an hour and 2 hours per level. right? And I'm on the the high end there. Like mm-hmm. I'm usually like 2 hours a level because I like to see all of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going for obviously I go for like as many trophies as I can. Mm-hmm. Um even though like I'm skipping most of the collectibles I, I still like I'm I'm trying to loot everything possible cuz at the end of level it will tell you how you played that level which is like an interesting little thing so you're like getting like almost like a a graph chart of like you were stealthy you were a murdering machine mm-hmm. you were never seen or you raised every alarm in the place and it like kind of points you in like the direction that you played that level tells you, like, you missed these collectibles or this is how many collectibles you found. And, like, this is how much money was in the level as opposed to how much money you actually walked out with. Right. And, like, I'm always missing by, like, a thousand and never know where that <laughs> thousand is anywhere. Um, but what I, I find so cool about the game is first level is very standard. Like, the game kind of just, like, starts. Like, yeah. it kind of just throws you right in there. Like, oh, there's a coup here and now you're on the run. Like, this all happened extremely fast. I need to see that... Th- What's happening is, like, basically your aunt, um, your long-lost aunt, your mother is dies in the first game, mm-hmm. and um, Corvo raises you. It was uh, always a little bit um, in the first game as an unknown quantity if he was actually your father mm-hmm. because he was in love with the queen, and he was her protector. But in this game, they just throw that right out the window. You're his daughter. Yeah. Um. And within the first minutes of the game these people come in they're like you're you're um your long lost aunt is here and she's actually the queen and also you're wanted for all these murders <laughs> it's like oh i am I guess i'm on the run for the rest of the game now. yeah um and so it's a very straightforward level it's like pretty linear but the second level you get to is so you get to this like port you're on the run you find a friend that she takes you to this like port way further down in in the world and um you come up with what they call a wall of light, which is like um, this electric barrier, and they're like, you have five options to get through this. Like it's almost like a tutorial, not a tutorial level, but like it's your first time seeing it. So they're like, look, you have like five options here. Depending on which character you're playing, you could in- inhibit the body of a rat and sneak through. Mm-hmm. You could find the power source source and turn it off. Um, you could find uh, your way across it through the rooftops or through like an open window. So it's giving you like a lot of different ways that you could play the game. Um, and those scenarios are in, like, every ounce of what you're doing. Um, so, like, you could choose to play it like you're a cold-blooded killer, and you could just go through murdering everybody, or you could choose not to be seen. Um, you could, you know, you have those encounters where it's like, you know, I came across, like, a sort of boss encounter where it was like, you could help this person because they're afflicted by something, or you could kill them. And, like, that'll change the outcome of the game because in the first Dishonored you had, like, well, there's an obviously there's a good ending and a bad ending. And depending on how many people you killed, it would infect, uh, it would affect the way that the game is played out. In the first game, it was rats. Like, there's a rat plague, and the more people that you kill, the plague spreads. And here, it's more about these blood flies. And I, I believe that you also will come across rats at some mm. point. Um, but there'll be more blood fly, blood fly areas, which are, like, quarantined off um, that you can go in. You're also carrying around the heart of your mother, yes. which is a weird thing. It's true. Um, so you could like pull out this literal heart that has all these gears in it and she will like, you could point at a person, hit L2 and it will like, she'll tell you that person's secrets, which is like kind of an interesting mechanism because I saw this woman and I like, I saved her from something and then I like, I listened to her secret and turns out she's a miserable person. And like, (laughs) I felt a little bit conflicted of like, I don't know if I like want to save that person next time. (laughs) If I, if I would save her again, Mm um, also it's like I might want to kill this person because I found out they're actually really terrible right. by just listening to their secrets. Um, doing that heart having that heart thing out will pretty much show you most of the secret, not collectibles, but like runes um, that you can find in the level which increase how many powers that you can have or increases the powers that you have. So like you're constantly switching back and forth between your gun or your in my case, sleep darts, your abilities and this heart to like find things and like you're sneaking your way through these. I'll call them like hub levels. It's not linear by any stretch of the imagination, but you're in like a very large enclosed space. Yeah, um, You're like in a town. So the town is only so big, and you'll eventually come to places where, oh, the sea stops me, or like there's a big railing here that drops off into a cliff. But you could choose to attack it any way that you want. You could go from the rooftops, you can go through buildings, you could walk through the streets. Um, the powers are cool. You can – one of these, my favorite ones, is Domino, which you can link up to four targets together. And, like, you could link these four and then stab one of them, and they all die. Or link these four and put a sleep dart in one, and they all go to sleep. And then you hide the bodies and loot them and stuff. The game is cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm – right now I'm in the – what people are saying is the best level in the game. is called a Clockwork Mansion, and I won't spoil anything about it, but I've seen – I, I like I I made the mistake of doing what they didn't say to do. So I, I played up into a point, and now it's like, well, now I've like I left off in the middle of this this level. and am like I'm aggravated about that. I would have rather just seen it all the way through. Right. Um. Uh, but it is a cool level. It does some interesting things. And so when I'm finding myself like I have like an hour or two to play, uh, I'm playing that. But when I have like short little increments, like I got like 45 minutes, or I got like an hour, it's like, well, I don't know if I can get through a level in an hour. Let me play something else. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm really enjoying it. Um, I wish I'm going to end up, if I like, I, I like the game enough to where it's like, I'm probably going to end up playing this like three times. Mm. Like, uh, well, actually I might not actually have to now because I just found out they're adding a new game plus, Okay. uh, which is a coming as a free update and the new game plus will allow you to mix Corvo's abilities with Emily's or vice versa. Oh, nice. So you can get the best of both worlds and walk through as either the greatest stealth person ever or the greatest serial killer of all time. <laughs> uh and then there, there's a there's a literally there's an option for i want to reject the ability to have any powers yeah and you could play through the game um with just a gun mm-hmm. and the gun plays fine it's like it's nothing to write home about yeah. it's not the way to play that no. game but you can if you want to and they're like they give you a trophy for doing that as well
0: yeah it, it's good in a in a way to sort of manage your combat scenario if they yeah. get out of hand but as just to shoot seems like not the way you'd want to Also play
2: the, game. the game is in, it, like for trophy hunters like me it's incredibly frustrating because um like you go to like those trophy websites and they'll tell you like hey this trophy's missable Like, you have to be paying attention to get it. They say nearly every trophy in the game is missable. Oh, wow. So you have to be paying attention at all times, like, looking for them. But I'm also trying not to spoil anything. Yeah, that must kill you. So, like, that's why I'm playing this first playthrough as, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I'll end up going back and cleaning up later. Because, like, I don't want to know who I can save or who not to save. Um, Because, basically, saving, it seems like you could save one person in this playthrough, but they have to die in the next one. Mm. So we'll we'll see what happens in playthrough two. But so far (laughs) for Dishonored 2, like... I'm enjoying it, but I remember what you said. Like you were having a hard time getting into it, and yeah. like I could see where you would get into that.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. This is. It's gonna be my next thing to get back into to try before we get to game of the year. I know I've got. I think I've got Last Guardian coming for Christmas this year, so that's gonna be Ooh. my between Christmas and New Year's game. I think. Um, but before Christmas, I'm gonna be probably hitting on Dishonored to try to get through that. The other thing I'm trying to get through. I'm actually streaming it. Is a uh, Batman the Telltale game series. I did, did I did episode 2. Thanks, Kel. I Did episode <laughs> 2 uh last week and I'm going to do episode 3 uh this week I think on Friday uh during the day. I'm going to do episode 3. But uh this is I know Hugh and Kelsey finished episode 5, the finale. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so your challenge is to talk about it without really talking about it. So I want actually ask something
2: first. Okay. So uh in our Discord chat. Yeah. What's going on with Episode 5 and technical problems? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, the technical problems. Yeah,
1: what uh, is about the that? beginning was noticeably laggy, and I didn't have... I played on the PS4 version. I didn't have that problem the last four episodes, but I'm wondering if it's because I had downloaded it the day it came out, whereas the other episodes I waited a bit before playing it.
0: I don't know if they've patched them or not, so I don't know. I, I don't um, know, but
1: this one was like... Visibly laggy. Like I was getting annoyed the first like five ten minutes.
0: Yeah, when I was playing episode two last week, there were definitely moments where I was saying, "Come on, like this is not. You're not running. You're not pushing the amount of polygons or the the, the level of visuals that would mean you would have such a laggy experience." There are times where, like, it would do that thing where it would freeze in between like the shots changing. And then for for five six seconds, and then it would go to the next shot. Our
2: friend Cody is what was playing it. and I think it crashed on him three times. Yeah, yeah, episode five crashed three times. Yeah, I
0: had episode two crashed on me when I was playing it.
2: I haven't had a. Yeah. I haven't had a. Five telltale. crashed game. on me once. Yeah, crashed since Walking Dead one. That Telltale. That engine Telltale is engine terrible. <laughs> um, but I just I, I was watching the Discord chat going off today, and it was most of you guys were trying to play episode five and mm. c- encountering some technical bugs. So yeah. I just wanted mm-hmm. to pe- make people aware of that. Yeah.
0: So, always buyer beware with Telltale stuff as far as technical issues go. Um, I was having trouble, like I said, playing Walking Dead Seasons 1 and 2 on my Xbox One. Like the Xbox One versions of those games. I was having major issues with that stuff. So it just never seems to go away. Though Michonne ran pretty well. So I'm wondering... Yeah, what, like, I, like yeah.
2: I said before, like I have not had any technical problems with them since... Um, the first season, of the Walk- first season of Walking Dead. Like mm. Season 2... Uh, Fables, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, all ran completely fine for me.
0: Yeah. Um, so, a couple weeks ago, when you were talking about episode four, you were both mentioning, I think, how you were, no, you're not concerned, but a little bit wary about how episode five was going to be able to wrap up so many things that, that had come up in the previous episodes. So, Kelsey, I'm going to start with you, you know, without obviously saying what happens. Were you satisfied with the ending of the series?
1: Um, some things yes, and some things no. Like I can't explain what I'm not satisfied with. Of course, spoiling. Um, but uh, perhaps Harvey Dent's uh. Mm. Run, ended a bit flat.
0: So his story did not close off well
3: for you. <laughs> um yeah i agree you agree yeah okay (laughs) yeah It it just it's it just stops as opposed to ends Mm -hmm. there's no there's no satisfactory conclusion Mm -hmm. to it Mm -hmm. for me yeah what about
0: the uh the bruce stuff like the bruce wayne stuff how did how did the main storyline with him wrap up for you guys
3: i think the the bruce stuff again is the the highlight for me yeah yeah. um as has been throughout the series um i th- i think where this where it falls short for me is where it doesn't give you any uh, decent conclusions to any of the v- the story arcs with the villains um they all just kind of the the thing with um lady arkham is arguably the most satisfactory but yes. i i didn't i still didn't particularly think it was it could have been handled better and i felt was a little bit predictable and uh go on. go
1: go go, go, go. <laughs>
3: um but yeah i i think it, for me i think this episode more than any other shows the fact that if it wasn't for the how good the Bruce Wayne stuff in this series and I I have really really enjoyed that side of it um I think I think it would have it would have fallen flat as a series if it wasn't for that stuff for me after playing this last episode so overall not the home run you
0: guys were hoping for for the last episode
1: um, I think one of the villains. I think it's heavily applied that he'll be a season two villain. Okay. Um, I think with Lady Arkham, it was an interesting twist to um, her how she became the villain that she did. And like you, I was very like I really enjoyed. Uh, Bruce's story and the the plot with him and how he relates to Gotham's villains and the city as a whole.
0: Yeah, when I was playing episode two, what was interesting to me was, yeah. it was a cool choice, and this is not a big spoiler, but you have a conversation to go have, and it asks you, do you want to go have the conversation as Batman or do you want to have the conversation as Bruce? And mm-hmm. that was a neat thing. It was cool to be able to focus on Bruce and have it be my choice as well. That is pretty cool. And it was cool to feel like that's what I wanted to do. You know, I wanted yeah. to go as Bruce because it was more fascinating than going as Batman.
1: I think in episode five, uh, Alfred has a really good line about uh, Bruce being Bruce and Bruce being Batman. And it's right before you have to choose a big decision at the end.
3: Yeah. There is some really good Bruce and Alfred stuff in this episode, oh, I would oh, say. Beautiful.
1: Beautiful. Yes.
3: Um, the, I, I felt the closing scene once, um, funnily enough, uh, me and Cody were speaking about it. Once I found out what the closing scene was going to be, I basically, as soon as... It's funny. It's just one of those things. When you see a scene like this in a movie, you know, and it's like kind of like the closing scene of the movie. You're just like, yeah, something's gonna happen here, and then it's gonna wrap it. Like this is where it's gonna finish, and it's gonna set up the the sequel slash follow on game type thing. And mm-hmm. like when it when it happened, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, it, it, it just felt a little bit contrived to me. But I. I still enjoyed this episode. Like I said, it's it. I think it's a a fifty fifty thing. I think this episode, more than any others, is very much a case of. Um, you could spend easily spend as much time talking about how some things fall flat as you could, how other things are done really really well. So, fair yeah.
0: enough. That's cool. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to playing through it for sure. Um, it's something that, and it must have. I think it's done pretty well for them because if they're already setting up season two, it must have been selling well for them.
3: Yeah. Overall, I've 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 really enjoyed it. It's been great, but it's just you know, my it's it's a minor thing, but you know in in terms of you know story beats and how like handling the villains is a difficult thing to do. I know that, but to they all barring one. it They all just kind of just come to a grinding halt, and that really just disappointed me, I think.
0: <clears throat> well, good on Telltale for getting them out all before the end of the year. They kept their schedule. They did what they said they were going to do, yep. and they got them done just before Walking Dead Season 3 is going to be starting. Yeah, like a week. And, yeah, December 20th is, is the premiere of Walking Dead, the, a new frontier. Yes, they're not calling it Season 3, but... Uh, and apparently there's going to be a lot of options for the pe- people getting their saves and choices and stuff into it. So I'm assuming they'll talk about that stuff when it launches. But I think if you played it on, if you have played like the remaster version on any of the new consoles, you're totally fine, obviously. But uh, you're going to have a, cho- you're going to have a, also I heard there's going to be a thing where you can pick, like you can go like, oh good, here are the big moments. I just want to go from these big things. Makes sense. Um, Go from here or just... Give me the default like your your like default choices or most popular choices, and then just go from there, so there's a lot of options for people new and old to play it, but yeah, good for them that was that they did three things this year, right Batman they did Minecraft, more Minecraft this year didn't they
2: yeah they did but I think that didn't that start last year it's
0: like the it's like the forgotten telltale thing I'm sure it's incredibly popular for them, but it's just one of the things I always forget that they yeah. that they did it um Michonne. All right, right, Michonne. Michonne was Michonne was three episodes. Yeah, short. really short. I think I think you could buy the whole thing for five dollars okay. or something like that, or ten dollars or something like that. So it was it was like a mini thing for them. Um, I, I have a feeling it was just sort of getting the Walking Dead up on the new engine. I think that's partly why they did it. So Justin, you have a couple of other things you wanted to mention that you've been that you've been doing.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, some like semi quick hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I jump back into Paragon. Um, because they <clears throat> updated the game tremendously since the last time I played it. Uh, said I was waiting for like a, a chance to jump back in. A game kind of left a sour taste in my mouth when I played it um, a couple months back. This
0: is a behind-the-back m- multiplayer online battle arena game.
2: Yes, it's a MOBA. It's a MOBA. Um, just I couldn't get into like I, I love the way that it looks. Um, I love it, it. It looks tremendous, mm. uh, but I couldn't get into the way that they did their card system. Um, the game was very slow in plotting. Um, they had a sprint mechanic. And since the last time I played it, they added like a fast travel mode and this and that. And this, they I mean, they did a giant overhaul. Um, they got rid of the map that they were using, which is like a big thing in a MOBA. Like, you pretty much keep the map. Mm-hmm. Um, they made this one smaller. I think of about like 20 or 30% smaller. Um, That's significant. Yeah. Uh, increased everything that you would want them to increase to like, uh, to bring up, the fun factor um so you get around faster, you kill faster, you get back why well, I not you don't get back into the matches faster because that's part of what amovva is, yeah. but it's more action oriented um and so the last time I played it, they had like ten characters and now they have I'll say like eighteen um that's just a guess I'm just going off my <laughs> they have a they have a decent amount right much much like at least seven or eight different characters since the last time I played it. Um, and so, like, I jump back in and I played the couple matches. Um, I still don't understand their card system for anything. <laughs> uh, they've they've made it a little bit more streamlined. Um, basically, you the way that Paragon works is in a standard MOBA, you enter the game. There's a shop in the game, and then you can like buy and sell things as the, the match progresses to build out your loadout in a certain way.
0: Yeah, but it depends on the MOBA.
2: It, on. I'll say for. Most.
0: Yeah, I mean, Heroes of the Storm isn't like that. Heroes uh, of the Storm is a much simpler. The Blizzard MOBA is a is a much more streamlined. Smite experience. is like Smite's like that. Yeah. I know that
2: Smite copies. I think
0: Dota. I think does that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So um, oh, I think with, they had a
0: big Dota had a big huge patch yeah. that came out and they changed a lot of stuff. They changed. A lot I don't want. Stuff. I don't want to act like I know anything about Dota because I don't. Do I? But I know <laughs> it's,
2: it's very very different. Yeah. Uh, but basically, in this, it's like you're every time you level, um you get a card pack, and the card pack contains five random cards and before it was confusing cuz there was like ener- energy damage mm-hmm. melee damage this that now it's just you have power um and so basically you want to build up on your this deck like all right i want to have some offense some defense and some um like gadget abilities like how your you know your uh, supers or your abilities will work and so, like, you pick a card, and that card, you could put like a, a subset of three cards into that card, and it'll like do the math for you. And then, as you back out, you look and you'll be like, okay, you have, um, you know, twenty-two percent, uh, like defense, eighteen percent this, and like thirty percent this, and you're like, well, the standard one they give me is all like a better mix there, and the standard ones you have are very like simple. They're not, um, like, any, like, legendary cards or anything like that. So, I mean, you could get a random roll and get, like, a really great card. But that's the part of the game that I still don't love that much is because in those other um, MOBAs and, mm. like, Smite, which I played, um, it's everybody's got the same tools to work with. Uh, but with this, it's more, like, chance-based. right? Yeah. So while I was playing with my buddy Eric, like, he ended up getting, like, a really nice drop. And it's like, well, that's great, but, like, I don't have that um i need to spend more time with it it's definitely more fun like i jumped in and i I, the matches i was playing way back were like an hour and 20 minutes long these were going about like 30 to 40 minutes mm-hmm. um and i was like you know some rounds i was doing terrible i was like four and ten but other rounds i was doing okay i was like nine and four mm-hmm. nine and five and it's like all right like this is working better um They got like a whole influx of new players, you could tell, because there were people just running around having no idea what's going on. It's like, what's this tower thing do as they're getting shot by it? I backed up into a tower and died. (laughs) which it's, is not great.
0: It's free now, right? It's free, yeah, yeah. completely free. You can download yes. it free on yeah. uh, on PS4. Yeah, um, might be a good, crossplay uh, with PC. Pints and pixels game.
2: Um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe if we want to get rolled for yeah. sure. Oh, totally, we'll get rolled. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, actually, no, you can play against the AI. Okay, and you actually get rewards for doing that. I'd rather get rolled. I'd rather play against it's the AI. It's funnier for us to get rolled. Um, <laughs> they have some really cool, like cool characters though, mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna like like occasionally check in with that. Um, playing it though I was like I should just go back and play Smite because I really <laughs> love that game and Overwatch got me away from that for mm-hmm. a bit. Um, so yeah, I'll be updating on Paragon throughout the the coming year. Um, more quick hits. Um, played Marrakesh and Hitman. Yes, I'm now a Hitman player uh, <laughs> with one of my buddies. Um, Marrakesh so far my least favorite map.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's got a problem where it's cool because there are there are so many people on it. Like it's really
2: impressive. How many? Technically, it's impressive. Yeah, but when I'm trying to murder or like knock (laughs) out this guard, all these people looking at me gets in the way.
0: Yeah, there's a lot less room for fun because you're worried so much about people seeing you. I
2: went to so this guard was on patrol, and I was like, "What I'm going to do is I'm going to open up this door and I'm going to throw a coin in there." So at first, I was like, "Let me check it out." So I go in there. Nobody's in there. It's just like little laundry room. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm in there, and I'm like, "Actually, I'll just open the door and I'll throw the coin and have him walk in here." It's so like I open the door, and then all of a sudden, there's a person behind me, like an NPC, just like, excuse me, like, like, a, um, uh, like a repairman. Yeah. It's like, did you just come out of the garbage can? Like, where <laughs> did you just come from? <laughs> um, I'm enjoying Hitman immensely. Uh, right now, they have a Christmas map. Which oh, yeah. place in Paris. Yes. And you are tasked with killing Harry and Marv from Home Alone. Yeah. Which is pretty great.
0: I'm pretty excited to play that. Yeah.
2: Um, the
0: Marrakech thing is so funny. Just a quick Hitman good. story. So... I was playing one of the Cerberus six targets, and he was behind that like military line where you know he was at that school where all the military is training yeah. or whatever. So every single entrance that is guarded by a couple of guards. So you have to figure out a way to get past those guards. And there's outfits that get you past the guards, um, but I was having trouble finding anyone to do that. And the the story uh, when you're playing the 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 story version of that map, it gives you a specific opportunity to go. Get this kind of graffiti artist, and if you take his place, you can go walk right in. But this, I was like, I don't have to do so. I'm walking around, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try something. So there's just it was the least guarded area. It was just two guys in front of a staircase, and so (laughs) I went running up, and I just punched the one guy in the face, and then hit the other guy in the head with a soda can. Um, but just as I did that, another guard came walking up and saw me, and so I just just dropped what I was holding and just ran into the shop. And the guy saw me around the shop. So he followed me into the shop, but I had already been in the shop and taken out the shop owner. So there was nobody in there to catch me. So I just ran up the stairs and waited. And the guy came up the stairs and I just waited on the corner with like a wrench or something, tossed at his head, dragged him up, put him down. The next guard had woken up, came in, did the same thing over, and over again, just as the guard walked out, walked right by and walked right in. Video games, video games. It was They're awesome. amazing. That game is amazing. Game is uh, pretty spectacular.
2: Yeah, I got the platinum in Watch Dogs. Oh yeah, um, that feels like so long ago. It does feel like so long ago. <laughs> uh, I think that game is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it's going to be on my top ten mm-hmm. uh, this year. Um, I feel like it, it. Its ending was just a little bit off center. I've like, heard
0: not great things about the ending.
2: Yeah, it it kind of just ends. And not in the way that you're expecting. Like I was doing the last mission, and it's like, okay, I'm cool. I'm I'm doing the last mission. All right. Like there's obviously a part two to this mission, mm-hmm. and like there's not. <laughs> uh, so it just it, it caught me a little bit off guard. But like all in all, like I, I think it was a terrific experience. Cool. Um I wrote down something else and now I'm forgetting what it was. You ever now, oh I, I regen in Titanfall? Oh yeah, you did that
0: finally. <clears throat> finally, yeah. it was on the list last time. And it was on the list data. last
2: time. I got to like 49. Uh, yeah, I, I forgot I had to actually get to like 51. So you go to 50 and then then you regen. <laughs> um, Titanfall continues to be great. Awesome, awesome. So uh, let's hit some quick hits on uh, some listener questions
0: before sure. we get out of here. William Poe says hello to everyone on Talking Games and Happy Holidays. And he asks, we talked about this obviously a lot, has anyone played the new Final Fantasy 15 and how would you rank it in comparison to the other Final Fantasy games? Big fan of all the Talking Comics podcasts, keep being awesome. Well, thank you very much, William. So obviously we have played it. Um, Hugh, do you have a history with the Final Fantasy series? Have you played them before or, or is this kind of your first foray?
3: Um, Final Fantasy 7 is a big favorite of mine, mm-hmm. Um one of my favorite games of all time i think i played 7 8 and 9 and then dropped off the series for a little while okay um it's so hard to compare what that game is now compared you know to um you know the turn based sort of top down um game it used to be um Yeah, I was I would say I I don't see this quite sticking with me in the way that Final Fantasy 7 did, but I, I think this is, you know, this will this will be regarded as one of the the top entries in the series for me anyway, but yeah, I don't think I'm enough of an authority on that series to to pass proper judgment to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like I said, the last one I beat was seven, and then I played a little bit of eight, and I played some of ten, um, and some of thirteen, and uh, you know, some of the 16 bit era, but I was too young or too not into it to really understand or care back then. Um, so for me, it's definitely been since seven the best experience I've had, and it's tough for me to even judge with seven because you know, I was like 13, so it's like that's when everything like your formative stuff sort of happens to you. And that was the first person ever played a game like that. So it's a big difference. I think it ranks pretty favorably. I think obviously, like I said, there's some problems with it. Um, it, It's certainly not a flawless experience, but I think that it's scope. It, it feels like it's going for something a lot more than I think at least 13 was going for in the time that I played it. So th- that's what I'll say about that. Um, And another question is from, it's a follow from Rebecca. Uh, who said that she is not going to stop listening like I told her to? Uh, so <laughs> thanks. I appreciate that, Don't Rebecca. Don't listen to Bobby. That's yeah. <laughs> the best way to live your life. But she says As I check YouTube for new Five Nights at Freddy's sister location videos, I was wondering if any of you like to watch playthroughs of games that you probably won't play. And if so, what are they? What do you like about them that makes you keep watching? I have to keep, I have watched tons of Five Nights at Freddy's videos, but I know I will never play those games because. I'm really not a PC gamer, and also, they look way too intense and scary for me. However, I am very interested in the storyline, and I keep up with the games to see how it develops. On that note, have any of you ever played any of the Nights and Freddy games, or interested in playing the games at all? I know it is a big cult following, but I don't believe I've ever heard you talk about them. Keep up the great work. So, two-part question from Rebecca here. Uh, do we ever watch playthroughs of games that we wouldn't play normally? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, Kelsey, let me ask you about that. So, what do you watch that you wouldn't normally play, and why do you like watching those games?
1: Well, for example, Watch Dogs. Okay. I watched the whole thing because I know I myself would never play it. Uh, Uncharted 4, I did the same thing. Okay. Um, I just enjoy... Because I think about what I would like to play. And often I'm scared that if I spend the money on a game and I don't go through with playing the entire story, I'll miss the point. Mm-hmm. of the game a bit so i like watching it and um seeing someone animated and making it enjoyable mm.
0: what who are some of your favorite people to watch
1: well uh i don't know how to pronounce this he has red hair <laughs> he's like really big on youtube mark
0: oh Marky player yes yes
1: him and um oh no what's his name i feel bad now Cause I watch him all the time. Game Riot. That's okay. It. Um, I I like that he's the one that I watched his Uncharted, um, his Watchdogs, The Witness. I watched that with him too.
0: Man, that's a rough game to watch someone play.
1: No, it was really fun. That's what I'm talking about. He, he m- makes it fun.
0: <clears throat> he must have. Does he edit his videos? Cause I can't imagine he would just. No, was, he talks over. No, I'm sure he talks over. But yeah. I mean. It wasn't just like a I, – I couldn't imagine like they are just like long shots of him staring at a puzzle. Um, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like he's <laughs> – he'll do like one or two going through the puzzle, and then if he can't figure out, he'll be like, hey, guys, this is my 10th attempt, and I figured it out.
0: Right, right. Okay, that's what I was wondering because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, my my wife is big into watching kind of Let's Plays and YouTubers, and but usually of games that she plays and then just wants to watch somebody else play them. So yeah. the amount of times I've seen – Firewatch or Life is Strange. Uh she watched somebody play The Witness, but that's what he did. He just kind of like he if he took a long time, he'd be like, Okay, this I went through like, you know, a hundred tries, this is my actual like solution to, yeah, to like finishing up. For
1: it. for Firewatch, actually, I watched him play maybe like a, um like twenty minutes and then I was like, Oh, I, I actually really like this game, so I bought it.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a good thing about Let's Plays as well, is that it does it can open you up to games that you wouldn't normally Maybe you want to play. Um, Yeah, but I've watched a little bit of Markiplier, Jacksepticeye. These are all Mm -hmm. people that my wife also watches, so that's the reason I watch them. And she watches, she used to watch uh, PewDiePie, but she doesn't really watch him anymore.
3: So. yeah
2: <laughs> we watch a ton of videos on giant bomb we watch giant bomb do their quick yeah, looks, the- which has sold me on a ton of games
0: yeah yeah absolutely different experience i think than watching a let's play necessarily i suppose because you're going into for like an editorial reason it's like okay they're gonna play this game and they're gonna kind of kind of give me an impression about how good it is and that's not really what youtubers are really about yeah. they're about the, more the entertainment experience of it mm-hmm. um there are some that aren't about that but most of them are about like the the fun of Sitting. it's like you're sitting with somebody you know who's playing the game and you're watching them play the game um, which you get with the, the long like the full playthroughs with Giant Bomb it's like that But
2: I've never watched one of those oh really I've never watched anybody play a game from like start to finish oh it's cool I don't know I don't I don't think I could do it
0: it's a cool experience You, can, if you can watch an hour and a half quick look you can watch like an hour and a half
2: se- uh, sh- episode of a playthrough well, I think with the quick looks is if it's a game that I know I'm interested in I won't even watch it mm. even though I love listening to the guys at Giant Bomb yeah. talk but if I'm watching like 15 minutes of a quick look, and I'm like, I think I'm going to play this game, I'll just stop watching. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I, I don't want to get spoiled. Like I don't want to get spoiled or anything like that. I don't want to see anything in the game more than enough to get me interested.
0: Yeah. The only thing I'll do that for is story based stuff. I, I'll be like, okay, I'm not going to watch this. Uh, I mean, like
2: if they're running like a Call of Duty map or something, mm-hmm. or like, or if they're playing like Titanfall multiplayer, like, yeah, I'll watch that and just and listen to them talk about it. But as far as like a, like a story based thing, like if. 15 minutes of me watching it for 15 minutes is it enough to a sell me on their game or b tell me I don't need to play it I'm never going to just keep watching like I'll never get past it like that 15 minute part That's crazy to me I rather like A I A I buy pretty much everything
0: It's true Well I'm not really watching it to be like for the most part should I buy this I watch it because I like watching them play the games you yeah. know and I trust their opinions and it does turn me on to stuff that I wouldn't like Stardew Valley is a game I never would have played if it hadn't been for Giant Bomb So that that's definitely some happens, but I don't I don't seek out games that I wouldn't normally play as far to to watch on Let's Plays unless they show
3: up, you know, unless they're quick looks on Giant Bomb. Um Hugh, do you ever watch any Let's Plays? Um no I in all honesty, my feelings are much the same as Justin's. Um I think I could do it better than them. <laughs> before well, no, not that um no, definitely not, not. If, I, no. if i'm watching someone play like call of duty and then i if i sit down in front of my place playstation 4 and then go online playing something like cod or titanfall and think i i can do better than i'm kidding myself <laughs> um i mean i i say so i think normally if if i want to uh, play a game i'll watch gameplay videos um that are released beforehand and that'll give me the flavor of the game but I think that's how I want want to take the game in is like me playing it myself and I just think I'm I'm not sure I would I wouldn't really pay that much attention if I if I did sit down to try and watch another person playing a video game so um I mean i I know it's completely different, but I don't mind watching like some esports stuff. Like I, I'm not a fan of the Call of Duty games in any way, shape, or form. But I enjoy watching like the the pro teams playing COD because some of the stuff those guys do is is amazing. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It's just I guess it's just not not f- for me. I can understand why people do it, but it's not something that I find particularly enjoyable
0: yeah like i was saying for me it's the perspective and i think kelsey i think uh, what you said i think we kind of have the same idea for a lot of it it's like for me it's 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 a lot of times less about the game that they're playing and more about the person who's playing it in most of the time Oh, i for mean me. I,
2: I get that's what you two personalities are and stuff yeah yeah it's just i haven't i have like no desire to sit there and watch somebody play a whole game
0: like it's just for me it's like watching an episode of a television show makes sense you know yeah, that that's exactly. what that's what it's like for me um and it's a, i don't like, it's not everybody like it has a special circumstance for me i'm definitely not except for G- the giant bomb people which is like this they're like a weird like middle ground right between the two things yeah because they're very editorialized but they're also silly and, and animated and crazy a lot, sometimes as well so like I, it doesn't like if Vinny and uh, is sitting down to play any game and he's gonna play the whole thing i'm gonna watch it. i don't even care if i'm interested in the game because I'm interested in what Vinny is gonna say and do while playing the game, so that's wh- that's what I get into with with, with that stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah. It and as far as five Five Nights at Freddy's, I've watched, I've watched some theories. I've watched Patrick Klepek play some of Five Nights at Freddy's, um, and some other people like little bits. Steve
2: played Five Nights at he Freddy's. He did.
0: Yeah, he talked about that like a way a couple years ago. I think yeah. at this point, yeah um you know they're like it's like jump scare the game basically you know it, it, and and i i don't have much instru- i like horror games but i don't like necessarily like horror games
2: th- like that and i like horror games so no yeah and i
0: know there's i know there's a really deep story to it apparently there's like a really involved backstory and stuff to it um that isn't necessarily always in the games uh, um kind of overtly but yeah i've never really taken time to like look into that stuff have you ever watched any five nights at freddy's kelsey
1: no okay that's no, okay it's i'm a... way too scared
2: <laughs> um it's way I feel, less i feel like kelsey's gonna be like no i'm way too scared i did play that pt game though because
3: <laughs> yeah. that's the way kelsey rolls <laughs> yeah exactly like, oh, and then it was the time i punched a great white shot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh awesome so uh i think that's gonna do it for
0: talking games yeah for this week um follow us at talking underscore games and uh, email us, games, at talkingcombooks.com with your questions. We keep them, coming keep them coming in. Keep we them got, coming in. We've we gotten a good, nice little flow of, of questions coming in, and it's awesome. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Even if you don't use iTunes, just go on there, leave us a review. It really, really helps quite a lot. Um, we The site, we revamped and relaunched our Patreon, and there's uh, a few more, and a lot more focus on the Talking game side of things. Uh, for the first time. For the first time. We're doing this live for patrons right now five dollar up patrons right now uh if you're a three dollar and a patron uh we record two shows at once we tell you that if you're listening to the show regularly you get that second show next week when it comes out if you're if you're a patreon member once I'm done editing it I'll just upload it and give it to you so you get it early if you wanna if you wanna send your ears a little bit early there you go um so uh and uh we have a paints and pixels which is gonna be a video show that we're gonna do we're gonna Every once a month we're going to get together, we're going to stream a game um, and, and just chat. And even if you don't have the game, we set up a uh, a Discord uh, server and chat for people who subscribe to the Patreon. So uh, if you have a Discord account, link that account to your Patreon account and you'll automatically uh, be in, be added to our server and stuff like that. So any level can chat with us in, in a text chat, uh, but if you're uh, $15 or up, you can actually chat with us, voice chat, and be a part of Pints and Pixels. Um and if you're a ten dollar member you can watch Pints and Pixels. So lots of lots of going there. Um so ten dollars you get to watch the show. Fifteen dollars you get to be part of the show. Is that's that's the deal. Uh go check it out talking uh patreon.com slash talking comics. There's a I did an intro video and there's also rewards all sort of mapped out there for you guys to check out. Um anything you can give even if it's a dollar it really really helps. It keeps the engine going. put some gets a get some budget to buy some games. Yeah. We that's what we want. <laughs> Get this up to a level where you know shows can have budgets that they can they can go forth with.
2: Yeah, I mean, Hugh and Kelsey are in different parts or in different countries than us. Yes, <laughs> uh, so we would like to. We're working on trying to get some new equipment so that way the show is. Uh, uh, we can see each other. Yes, and uh, we got a little bit better equipment to make everything sound as good as possible.
0: Absolutely. Um, if you want to follow us personally, I'm at Bobby Shortle. Jaroek.
2: J O R O E K.
0: Let me, let me finish my freaking sentence. You, look, you <laughs> looked. You're right. You now looked you at too. me.
2: <laughs> you looked at me, and I just I felt overcome by sp- having to speak. <laughs> God.
3: Kelsey, let me where come can people... over there and slap you on the legs.
0: <laughs> Kelsey, where can people follow you?
1: Uh, Kelsavus, K E L S S A V U S.
3: And Hugh, I am at h underscore paz.
0: All right um once again keep the keep those questions coming in please uh they're awesome we want to try to do one or two every single week and then some weeks we'll do even a more featured version um we got game of the year coming up very quickly so if you guys have any recommendations or any games that you love that you want us to to mention or shout out make sure you email us or, or, or shoot us a tweet about that as well
2: uh and also we'd like to know what your top five games of the year are yes absolutely and so um like I said we have a, we're gonna have a second show mm-hmm. uh filled in with some like uh some categories of things uh not to give anything away, but um uh, on that show, we'd like to read some of your top fives yeah, absolutely so yeah. um send them into the email mm-hmm. and uh we'll be able to read them on the show yeah, absolutely,
3: maybe we can have a top five top fives category,
0: yeah, we'll d- we'll debate it <laughs> 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 Rebecca's top five is way better than Williams yeah, all right. Go to hell, Justin.
2: Okay, <laughs> that's how it's end up going anyway. It yep. begins already. It
0: begins already. All right, thank you so much for, for listening, and thank you, Justin.
2: Thank
3: you, Hugh. Thank you, Kelsey.
0: Thank you, Bobby. We did it. We did it this time. <laughs> Yay! Yes. And
1: it's
3: good night from him. <laughs> Be
0: good to each other, everyone. We'll see you next week.